welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your wholesome know-it-all and resident movie buff, Zach Kuyat. And I'm a goblin babe, Emily Coffin. And I am uh, a little terrified because yeah? um, I forget how... Is the movie too scary for yeah, you? Yeah, it was really spooky. <laughs> um, no, because while this movie was spooky, uh, I also went and saw... A spookier movie. Would you believe? I went and so saw I. a movie. So I also went and saw a movie that was pretty spooky. Isn't that weird that we went and saw a movie? Just end of sentence. Oh my god! Weird. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> we haven't uh, we haven't had the opportunity to like do this since the start of the podcast. Well, we went back in. We went December. Yeah, but like we went and saw Nightmare on Elm Street or Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. This that is the first time we a went, new movie. went and saw a new movie. And, like, we're a movie podcast, so... It felt a little it strange. It feels like it's our job to be like, hey, was it good? Uh, <laughs> so we saw A Quiet Place Part 2. It was really good. It was a ton of fun. I... If you liked the first one, go see the second one. Yes. If you saw the first one and you were like, I don't know, I hope the second one's, like... Just better, and I'll go see that one. Like it's, it's not, not gonna, better. it's not gonna work better for you than no. the first one did. But if you like the first one, it's worth a watch. It's fun. I think it's on par with the first yeah, one. Yeah, I think it's a ton for of fun. Sure. It's not better. It was never gonna be better. Yeah, I mean, how because the first one is really, really good because it was so shocking that it was a good movie. Yes. Also, we talked about it in like episode three or four. Yeah. So like, go like way back in time and watch, one. listen to uh, a quiet place. Our episode. And then you can go see A Quiet Place Part yeah, 2. Yeah, don't don't watch the movie. Just listen to us talk yeah, about it. Yeah, don't even see bit. the movie if you don't, if you haven't seen it yet. Listen to the past versions of us that were locked in our homes. Talk Just about it. Listen to us talk like about crazy it. people. And not, <laughs> not give any summation of the plot or anything. No, just, just to try to give say you a general some silly sense things. of the movie. And then go see the sequel. Yes, but, but it was it, I really enjoyed it. That's just that's your update on what's happening in the world. We went back and we saw a new movie. That's crazy in the theater. What a weird thing! And the fact that, especially on my part, it was a spontaneous thing. It was just like, yeah. a, hey, I'm getting off work early. Oh, you want to come? None of us made the decision to do that oh. until like <laughs> six o'clock that evening. And yeah, then we saw a ten p.m. movie. I was like, I, yeah, <laughs> oh my god. I was like, hey, well, we can do that now. Let's go see a movie. Did Weird. I run out of work probably a little sooner than I should have? <laughs> yes. Did I check everything I needed to check? No. Is it fine? Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's a restaurant. It's not the it was world. just stacking cups and rolling silverware. I think they're okay. Yeah, they're going to be fine. I put in my two weeks. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I can do what I want. So they don't need me for stuff anymore. Yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> you get to not care anymore. <laughs> uh, but that's that's a podcast opening that even here in episode like fifty seven or fifty something like, like that, like a bunch of them, like this is the first time we've been able to do it. That's weird. Is talk about the new movie we went and saw. How crazy! So there's your fun fact. And then of the we day. and then we opened up HBO 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 <laughs> Max today, and it was just like, hey, The Conjuring. I will not be doing that. You I want to watch see it, it in theaters. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do it either. Mainly because no streaming service that I already paid for is getting more of my money right. for <laughs> a movie I could go see in the theater for less uh -huh. money. Because somehow all of them, it's like, either go see it in theaters for oh. like $8 Double or give us $30 yeah. for the I, same movie. Like, I, I get that you get access like to Plus. it like forever and that's like the thing. Well, and with Disney, it's like, hey, if you've got three kids, rent... Uh, this movie that you can 
entertain all of them with. Yes. Because you'd be spending the money for like four movie tickets anyway. Right. So that sure, makes sense. Go crazy. But if it's just me, I'm not gonna rent a thirty dollar movie to watch no, by myself. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that with The Conjuring. No. I'm not gonna do that with the Black Widow movie when it comes out. Like, and I why? want to see both of those. I movies. do too. I don't want to pay thirty dollars to watch them. Double to triple the cost. Just so especially that I can for not a movie I have house. not yet seen, so I don't know if right. I'm gonna ever want to watch it again. Right. Because cool, you get access to it for forever. But what if I hate it? <laughs> you know. Maybe next week we'll hit the people with a review of The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I'd be okay with that. I want to I've see only that seen the first so one, but I'll skip to the third one. I'll do it. <laughs> it's okay. You don't need uh, the in-betweens. And spooky things happen. Yeah, it's Got ghosts, it. which means it's actually almost always demons. I highly believe there's nothing I couldn't easily pick up on. <laughs> you could parse it together, for yeah. sure. I can read a Wikipedia article on what happened and figure it out. Yeah, of course. But uh, speaking of scary movies, yeah. um, let's talk about a movie that I think is a little scarier than it maybe means to it, be. Yeah. And that's the movie that we watched this week, a.k.a. Labyrinth. The Labyrinth. The 1986 classic starring one David Bowie. David Bowie. And, like, his entire zone, just the whole movie. He's just having the greatest time in just this movie. It's his whole thing. I and love it is it. <laughs> it's his whole thing, and also it's his whole thing. It's his whole thing. <laughs> like, his... His thing, the whole movie, <laughs> just like front and center, it's just out there. Bless it's him just... in his little tight pants. Woo! They when they say when they say uh, that women are into like gray sweatpants. Is this what they mean? Yes. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> that, the answer is yes. That is exactly why. Will it? Would also, it, also it makes work people's better? butts look good. Mm. It does. Will the little waistcoat make it better? Yes. Okay. <laughs> gray sweatpants and a gray, waistcoat gray with a pirate shirt is exactly what every shirt. woman on this earth is looking for. I promise. <laughs> you can take that because to even the bank. It, because even if it doesn't work, if she's any kind of fun, then it's like a silly little hee hee. Oh, that's so cute. And you're being, look at what you're wearing. You're silly. You're being unapologetically you one yeah. way or another. You're living your and life. And you gotta respect that. It's either very sexy or very charming. It's one or the other. You, it, it, you hey. can't lose. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go to question number one. Question number are, you one saying, is, are you not wanting to continue talking? No, <laughs> what I was going to say, question number one is what's extreme. And uh, this movie is either extremely very sexy or extremely very charming or extremely very unsettling. And I don't know which one. I think it's all of them. And maybe it's all of I them. I think it's all of them. You have brought us two movies in a row. Yeah. Where the lead actress in the uh -huh. movie is a teenager. Yes. And the lead man or men are in their 30s that are pining for her. And in this movie, admittedly, it's not as egregious because it's like she dreamed it into existence. And he like it's not like the whole movie isn't come be my bride. It's I stole your brother. Deal yeah. with it. But then the end, it definitely becomes also come be my bride. Yes, but the I, end is very wanna. come be my bride. <laughs> why Why did you do this? <laughs> I didn't realize it. I've never seen this movie before. That's right. You I, did, I did know the vague plot. I knew that there was some weirdness with Goblin King being in love with her. I didn't realize how young she was. Yeah, she's a I child. Didn't, I didn't. That little girl is a child. Have you lost your mind, boy? Because I helped you I don't find see you it. you sniffing around her anymore this afternoon. <laughs> A thing we said like 30 times in, <laughs> in the watching of this movie. Our brains have just been wrecked by TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> just complete wastes of space just inside a of our skull. I uh, pretty much 
any moment and probably looping a TikTok sound <laughs> in my head. For sure. Which one is it right now? Let's see if it's the same one. Um, what? Uh, 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 let's start it. Are you, do you have one in your head? I have one, and then I have another one that I need to talk about. It's okay. okay. Start it at the same time. One, two, three. International <laughs> super spot. It was almost <laughs> castaways, but then I went to the other backyard against one because I was thinking castaways, and then at the last second, I switched to international super spot. That's just the one that's looping. <laughs> Ahoy there. Ahoy. We, we are castaways. I watched Backyard Against when I was a kid, and I don't remember that song. <laughs> I don't remember any of these songs that people are bringing up. I, I remember think, not a single one. I think I, I was I like it. just barely too old for it, but I had two younger See, but sisters. I was old, I'm older than you are, so that makes me feel a little silly, because I know I watched <laughs> well, Backyard Against. That's just because I transitioned to because Animal I'm Planet more and not regular you, Emily, TV. That's why. No, it's because <laughs> I wanted to watch animal shows. It's because oh, I was yeah, more yeah. interested in the crocodile hunter. You were like, but what if I, I watched Zabumafu instead? Yeah, what if I just looked at an actual or moose animal and an actual penguin instead of a cartoon moose I and penguin? See, I wanted nothing but cartoons. I wanted nothing to do with anything else, unless it was Hannah Montana or Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, speaking of TikTok sounds, the uh, the other day I was scrolling TikTok and then fell asleep for like 30 minutes. I that is like Which, the worst feeling on the planet because you wake up to just and it's the same sound that's been looping. looping. Sound. But I, so I, I was on this video and it was, it was a fantasy high audio, which is a D and D, game. Oh, okay. It's the college humor team. It's Dimension Twenty, mm-hmm. but it's a D and D game where they're like playing high school stereotypes, but as fantasy adventurers, which fun. is a ton of fun. And one of the bits they were doing in an episode is about you know, like high schoolers will go to something like a coffee shop or a restaurant and just like try to feel fancy and then turn whatever it is into a lemonade or a milkshake, basically. Yeah. And (laughs) the bit is that they're going to this coffee shop and the girl orders a cortado, but it's... Oh, yes. I know. Instead of coffee... Because I think you sent it to me, so I knew exactly. Yes. Yes. Instead of coffee, she wants it... Without with tea and with no whip and no with whip. no milk. Yes. And also add is. lemon, which means take all of the ingredients out and put lemon tea. And also, can it be ice? So instead of a cortado, you've ordered it's a lemon an iced, iced tea. tea. <laughs> and it, but the it was them trying explaining it one piece at a time and then also going, there's <laughs> one guy who's going, so a cortado is a shot of espresso and then a shot of tea. And then a shot of Cortado, and <laughs> it was like it just looped into my unconscious brain for like a half an hour, <laughs> and like I thought I was going insane. No, I do it every once in a while, cause I'll try to like scroll through TikTok while I'm like full. I did it today. I was like folding laundry, and I j- was just on TikTok because mm-hmm. when aren't I? Um, <laughs> and you know, it's just like, I'd fold something and then I'd scroll on to the next video. haha. I'm kind of watching while I'm folding. Right. But then inevitably I'd have to walk away from my phone to like get over here to my like drawers <laughs> or something. And so the same sound would just like, and it, th- at one point it was literally the song from the new Bo Burnham special. It was the welcome to the internet. <laughs> See what you will find. Oh, it was just like 10 seconds of that. 
<laughs> on loop, which if you haven't heard it, is a song that literally makes you feel like you're going crazy. Uh-huh. It's going insane to, slash like, having a panic attack. I was going to say, it's intentionally anxiety-inducing. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's probably my favorite song in the whole thing, but <laughs> I don't want to listen to 10 seconds of it on loop. Yeah, that would be... There's not... Except for maybe funny feeling, funny there's feeling, not a single yeah. song that I would like willingly do. A 10 I know people keep being of. like he needs to put them on Spotify, and I'm like I don't know if I want him to. There's one song that I would like funny feeling listen to because because yes. it's like, just it's a good a song. nice acoustic guitar song. It's just a good song. I would definitely listen to that one. Anything but, else would be like too emotionally damaging to just. But I also to. at the same time don't trust myself to not put it on like every playlist that I have and For just sure. like plague myself with it because that's what I do with every song that makes me cry. I just put it on like five <laughs> different playlists, so like it. So I'm you gonna have find to listen it. to it right now. Fifteen Taylor's were Taylor's version. Yep. By Taylor Swift, is on like eight of my sixteen playlists that I have. And that song makes me cry every single time I hear it. Like, not just, like, it makes me sad. Like, I will start crying. Why I would I that. do that? Just put it on a sad playlist and leave it at that. No, no, no. It's on every driving playlist I have. It's on my summer 2021 playlist. <laughs> like, I, I have no con- self-control. I have. I enjoy crying, so I do that. But then I'm like, but <laughs> other people don't necessarily enjoy it. All right? I, uh. I have just like one playlist that I do for Loop everything. Back. Oh, okay. So like I just put everything in my like this is the music that I listen to playlist and I just update it every year. Mm. I just do a new one. Like I just keep making every new January. Ones. So I just have so many. Um, but the uh, <laughs> the night that the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, a very sad night. My, uh, my best friend and I were driving home from the game. And we're like, we just need to listen to some sad music. So I do also have a playlist that is just driver's license three times. (laughs) 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 Because, like, sometimes you gotta. (laughs) See, I'm so, like, I have one for that's just for when I'm working out. I have one that's for driving when it's nighttime. I have one for driving when it's daytime. I have one for when I'm sad. I have one for when I'm happy. I have one for summer 2021. I had one for summer 2020. I have... A Christmas one. I have a Thanksgiving one. I, I do have a Christmas I one. I have a lot. <laughs> I don't know what a Thanksgiving playlist means, but I have a Christmas one. I'll never tell. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so mysterious. <laughs> mysterious and terrifying. Hey, yes. um, speaking of me not knowing things, let's go to question number two. And question Ooh. number two is what are your questions? It's where we yeah. ponder and pontificate and puzzle. There's there's one that just straight off the top. It happens in the movie. We acknowledge that we weren't confident, and we said we were gonna puzzle it out here. Mm, mm-hmm. So let's let's check in. So the prompt is: one door always tells the truth, and one door always lies. So you ask either door. Will the other door tell, tell me. me that this is the right door? So I just need to, I need to puzzle it out. It hurts my brain. Because I also, while you do that, I feel like there were easier ways to do that. If that does work, which I'm sure it does because they wrote a script and like it went through revisions. And but I'm she sure fell in sense. a hole. Yeah, it didn't work. So did she do but it But initially or not? she said the one on the left was the correct one. 
And she was talking like, no, yeah, it should be this one. And then I think I kind of zoned out and missed something. And no. then she went through the right one. I and think then she, she did fell. what she thought was right. Okay, so it, she it, asks door number left if door number right will tell her to go through the left door. Yes. And the door and, says... And the door on the left yes. says yes. Which means that either <laughs> the... It's like she picked to do it in like the most confusing way you could possibly yeah, Because do. what that means is either it's telling the truth about a lie or telling a lie about the truth. Because here's the thing. You could just walk up and say, <laughs> hey, what color shirt am I wearing? Right. And then you would know. Is the shirt I'm wearing blue? It's so easy. It, are they correct or are they not? Great. They're telling the truth or they're like, lying. Hey, like there's so much easier ways to do it. Does two plus two equal four? Okay. You said no. So I'm going to ask the other door what I should do. Okay, is the Goblin King played by David Bowie? I gotta we, yes or no. <laughs> Whoa, meta. No, I okay, but I gotta figure out the internal logic. No, of this question. It, it, it like hurts my brain. Would the other and door, I know that's on purpose. That, would know. the other door tell me to go through this door? He says yes, which either means that the other door tells the truth and would have said no, so she should have gone through the, the left other door, yes. through the right door. She was asking the left yes. door. <laughs> it either means that the right door would have told the truth, but then the left door lied about it so that the right door, which told the truth, would not have told her to go through that door and she should have instead gone through the right I, door. Okay. It or, or it means that the right door would have told the lie. So it w And the door that she asked on the left is telling her truthfully Yes, you should go through the. It would have told you to go through this door, which means you shouldn't, because that's where the whole. That's where the the path to certain death is, because it would the other door would have lied to you, so she has to go through that door. But then she goes through that door. She falls in a hole. Yeah, I don't. So like something went wrong. Here's the thing. And again, what color is my shirt? What is my name? Right. Just work out the truth. Just like easy. Just work say out something the truth. you know is a fact. What I don't get is, like, they never tell her, we will tell you w a good door to go through. She just asks which door they would tell her to go through. And, like, the whole labyrinth hates yeah. her anyway. Yeah, no so one like, wants her to get where she's trying to go. They probably, I think all of her internal logic about which door they would have directed her to was right. But then she forgot that like everything Everyone here hates, hates her, her and they might just both <laughs> be lying. Everything here wants her to fall in a hole. I saw one of these riddles. I was just scrolling on my again back to TikTok. Um, I was just TikTok. on my for you page and a riddle, uh, some like riddle page came up that yeah. like their whole thing is just they post riddles. I would love to get on riddle TikTok. If I can find it again, I'll send it to you. Please I don't do. think I even liked it because it hurt my brain because I think it was like <laughs> one in the morning and I couldn't sleep and I was just not in the state to be using my brain at any capacity. But it was like a really similar. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something like. You're on an island ruled by a dictator. But Kay. the one rule is that if you ask to leave and you happen to have blue eyes, you can leave. There's no mirrors. There's no So nobody knows what eye color they have. 
But if you have blue eyes and you ask to leave, you can leave. But if you're wrong and you don't have blue eyes, you die. And so it's like this, it was like this weird thing of like, re, I can't remember so like how, how it, do you figure out how do you, you figure out if eyes? you have blue eyes? But the whole part of it was everyone has blue eyes. How do you get everyone to figure it out? That was what it was. It was like, you're like what? a foreign, you're like a foreign visitor and you get to say one sentence to everyone on the island to get them to figure it out. And I think the sentence was, at least one of you has blue eyes. And somehow that, like, made it work. And it went into this, like, (laughs) long, convoluted explanation. And, again, it was, like, one in the morning, and I had just gotten home from work, and I was very tired. And I was like, I... Did if I watch all of, of it? Yes. Island, I, yeah, it made They no- can just look at each other. I understand it probably made sense because it sounded very well thought out and smart. But I was just like, I don't I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> I am not in the state of I'm not so very good at people, riddles to begin with. The, yeah, it was like what? it was like one of those things where they're like, oh, uh, well if one if two people see each other, everyone can see that everyone else has blue eyes. And somehow that helped them figure it out. I don't. I don't know. It was so confusing. It was what? one in the morning, <laughs> and that like what? sent me into a little bit of a spiral. <laughs> and I think I slept like three hours that that night because I was just so like, it made my brain turn on, but like in a bad way. Like it was just like my brain was just like, why don't I get it? I don't think I get it. Why don't I get it? I don't think I get it. <laughs> What's going on? I don't think i get it either i know i'm gonna try to find it i'll send it to you later uh just like the thing about riddles now though is like people will get halfway through a riddle and i'll be like i bet the horse's name was friday or something like (laughs) it's just like uh, the the doctor was his mom because women can be doctors ask me what has four legs in the beginning two (laughs) legs in the middle and three legs in the end i got you any other riddle i have make no promises i'll bet it's people or i think it might be or probably a resident evil monster (laughs) (laughs) hey okay i just want to jump into this because uh my other question that i have because we we've talked about riddles for a while now. yeah my other question that i have is uh Maybe it's just a recency bias thing because I just finished it. Yeah. But did Resident Evil 8 like directly steal the plot of Labyrinth? Did they just for really like this movie for some because reason? Because they're both about Let's a, go save a baby from a crazy person. They're both about an unwilling savior of an infant that has some sort of yada yada powers <laughs> that a ruler that really of, don't do anything. Like they never say the baby never does anything. The baby never does anything, and David Bowie never says people. why he wants the baby, no. other than uh, she said I could have him. So and and it has some kind of like yada yada powers, some yes. voodoo something, or some resurrects my own daughter powers. Yes, that are never fully explained. No, but for some reason, for through some like workings of the plot, our hero actually has some kind of control over the villain. Whether that be mold based or wish or based, and they're also like very brown landscapes that yes. are technologically far behind like mm-hmm. modern society, and you make like you both games make like a really large friend who just shows <laughs> up yeah. places. Aww. 
There's a, there's a section that is very stinky. There is a both. very stinky area <laughs> in both of these pieces of media. Yes. There are castles. There's there's castles. <laughs> there's a small quick enemy that oh. turns out <laughs> later to be sort of tragic. Um there's there's so it's it was like unsettling to have just played Resident Evil Village and then to watch this movie and be and like, be like hmm, now hold on a second. To be also, fair, Cherith looks a ton like Heisenberg, and yeah, he I does. stand by that. He does. Like lanky, skinny white boy in like weird, <laughs> weird long clothes. Do I think they're both pretty? Yes, I do. You can't say that about Heisenberg yes, from I Resident can. Evil Village. He's kind of pretty. <laughs> He's kind of handsome. He's a scruffy white dude in sunglasses and a hat. With I, I'm looking powers. for the reason I can't think he's pretty. <laughs> I just want you to understand. <laughs> I'm looking for one single exactly reason. what. Everyone at home, go into. Google a picture of Heisenberg from Resident Evil, or go check go check our Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, I'll probably put it'll one definitely there. be there. Now that we've talked so much about him, they'll definitely be there at some <laughs> point. So if you don't see him now, come back and check later for a picture of Carl Heisenberg. <laughs> His first name's Carl. Yeah, with a K. Oh, you know Carl what? Carl Heisenberg. Win. That that takes it. No, Heisenberg Never mind. was fine, but Carl. Yeah, uh-uh. Carl's where I draw we the line. Can't do Carl. No, this massive. Carl tr- is not a pretty this name. This transformer of twisted steel and magneto powers. Hot. <laughs> who builds <laughs> the darkest imaginations of humankind yeah. in a factory on a mm-hmm. mountainside? Yes. He was hot until his name was Carl. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I said, I said what I said. Carl. I have my standards. And just because they're different than yours doesn't make them invalid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another question to ask? Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, we already talked about David Bowie being hot. I'll move on. Um, <laughs> sure. Just a little bitty one. Okay. The, the section where it's the two... <laughs> Another set of two doors that yeah. we haven't talked about uh-huh. yet. The two with the knockers. The knockers. Uh, <laughs> and the one is through his ears. <laughs> the two doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those big old knockers. Um, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one through the ears and the one through the mouth. And they, like, struggled to get him to put it back in his mouth uh-huh. before they could knock. And they were like, no, wait, we got to knock. You got to, like, have it back in your mouth. Like, uh-huh. my one question is just, like, why did it have to be in his mouth, though? Couldn't you just could like they just like have it in their hand and just tap it against the there? Could, didn't couldn't they just? What if she promised to take it back out of his mouth in a second? Yeah. What if you? She was just like, <laughs> hey, can I just knock really quick and then I will take it back out and I'll leave it. And I I'll will throw this on, thing in the garbage. I'll I'll put it in the other dude's mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just he can't hear me. Just to mess with then him. Then he can't I'll put talk or hear you. Like it, that sounds like a good time for you because that guy seems mean so <laughs> and instead she like help me help chokes you him out no, yeah, she's like, like i'm gonna suffocate you to suffocate if you him. don't go back to your life of subservience so yeah mean. think about that but also couldn't he just <laughs> even if she didn't promise that once she's through the door couldn't she he just spit it back out right he knows how to open his mouth he just spit it out you it's just not don't that have big to hold a deal. it what are you Dude, what are you doing five more seconds <laughs> Assuming they need it in his mouth in the first place. Yeah, you could just tap it on the door, like too. Just dunk. That's all you're really doing cool. with a door knocker is tapping metal against metal on a That's door. That's all it needs to be. Nowhere in any rules anywhere did it say, oh, but you got to have it right on there. It's got to yeah. be attached to the door still. Sorry. 
<laughs> Can I ask? I got another one. Please, I've got no more because we already brought up all of mine. So, why do we spend like ten whole minutes in the bog of eternal stench? It's so stench. long. Eternal and stench. And it's the ugliest set. It's, it's a very cool set piece. Clearly, a lot of work went it into sucks it. Sucks, and I hate but it. But also, it's really gross and ugly, and, and that's the whole point. But it's so hard. They're so long. You could just put a bridge over a gap. We could have met the little fox boy anywhere. Why we did it have to be there? Didymus didn't have to be in the stink swamp. It could have just been a, and a little tense part. And even the characters in the movie were like, why are you in the stink <laughs> swamp? And he was just like, it smells great. I think it I smells awesome. I don't know what I'm awesome. talking about. I have promised, I will not specify who, that no one will cross unless I say they can. No one can cross without my permission, so I will duel you. And then the solution is just like, well, ask his permission. Which, why did no one think of that before? Right. He, every single time he says it, he specifically says, unless I give you he, permission. He talks about it like when I play D&D &D and run <laughs> a puzzle, and I'm very very particular about like Wording. making sure I say yeah. one phrase that they need every time. I also, like, I used to do um, escape rooms that yes. were, like, tabletop. Yes. That was very fun, and it's... It's all about just like putting pieces of a verbal puzzle together and occasionally a visual one, but mostly a verbal puzzle together. Um, shouts to Escape This Podcast, the podcast that Woo. is the Escapes things? That. Yeah. Yeah. It's a podcast where they escape a podcast. Cool. Um, but there's like two or three key phrases in descriptions of items that are like, these are the things you need. And when I was running them for friends consistently, we got to the point by the by the last few where it was like, oh, Zach has said that every time we've asked him about this item. Yeah. I bet that's the I puzzle. I feel like that's probably what needs that's to happen. part of it. <laughs> that's probably a thing that's important. Where it's like, yeah, I uh, have mentioned four different times that there are different sizes of ladles here and that when you touch them, they kind hmm. of make a sound. Hmm. Interesting, isn't I it? I wonder. And also that that window has horizontal bars on it and specific holes in the glass, almost like... It's like in video games when you like click on something notes. and it's like, hmm, this thing won't move. Maybe you need something <laughs> to move it well, with. Okay, speaking of Resident Evil games, it's one, yeah. of, the, one of the classic <laughs> Resident Evil things is that every once in a while the game will prompt that you need, quote, a crank-like object. Yeah, a crank-like a, a crank. A crank. You need a crank. What else is like a crank? I don't know. You got to have to <laughs> figure it out, buddy. <laughs> I, this this looks like you need a crank-like object. You might need a it. crank or maybe something similar. Or, or maybe just I'll something never like tell. it. Who's You're to just going to have to figure it out, buddy. Either a crank Listen, or something like a crank. for a game that, like, like prides itself on puzzles. Yeah. I didn't play the game myself, but I watched playthroughs of eight because <laughs> I do not own a PlayStation. I it's wish, great time. but uh, the puzzles seemed a little, a little underwhelming. Resident Evil puzzles have always been like either very simplistic one room puzzles, or it's more about avoiding the other stuff to go collect right, all of the pieces. Right. There was a, there was one specific one. It was there's a couple where it's like a light board and you've got to like make the little boxes certain colors yes. to turn something on or whatever. There was one that literally, it just had a piece of paper that showed what color it all needed right to be right it. there. The only <laughs> trick is that you had to rotate it 90 degrees to actually be looking at it right. 
Oh no! <laughs> it's <laughs> like, the only what? trick. <laughs> How silly! I love it though. I love my this, favorite video game I've ever played puzzles. was Portal. Mm, even though that's it made me good puzzles. Very angry a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Portal I, Two is still to this day one of my favorite video games. Um, Uncharted Four is one of my favorites. I've never played Uncharted. The Uncharted games have some great puzzles in them. Ooh, I did not realize it's that. It's very like Indiana Jones, go nice. to a, a you know a lost city and yes. navigate it. And the fourth one especially has some good like, oh mm-hmm. we're in a tomb somewhere. I have to do a puzzle to get through it. I, I that that scratches an itch for me. I love solving puzzles. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good puzzle. I like to, unless they're you. You walked in on me last week when you came in. Yes, I was playing. I'm finally playing Undertale for the first time. As my per my usual style, years after everyone else, just long after it's. But I, it, it's on the Switch now, so I I'm playing it now. So for I'm sure. playing it now. And you walked in while I was trying to do one of the puzzles, and I was, like, freaking <laughs> out. I was not having a good time, and I was getting mad, but, like, trying to be funny about it. Yeah. I was like, ha-ha, I'm having a bad time! I'm having so much fun! But I was fun. actually having a bad time. This is and, great. I, and feeling very dumb for not getting it. I still have not gotten it. You haven't? No. You figured out the solution while I was here. You just didn't do Oh, it? maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I think I ran into a different one, and now you I'm stuck on that one. You were flowers into a river. Yes, I was throwing flowers into a river. And you had to have them four in a row, but there weren't. It's very unclear where you can make four in a row. <laughs> um, it made me very upset. <sighs> well, I hope you figure it out at some point. I'll get there for all of our sakes. <laughs> that that the part that makes me the angriest though is that I've watched playthroughs of Undertale, so I know <laughs> at some point in you my life have I have this. seen the solution to it. Yeah, I just can't remember it, and it <laughs> makes me mad that I can't remember it. Oh, I love that for you. I'm sure you'll get there. I believe in you. Maybe someday. Let's go to question number three. Let's do it. And question number three is, why are you here? It's where we talk about who's here? in the movie and what's up with them. Whoa. Um, I only had like three people to talk about, but you were like digging through things I saw while the movie was I, happening. I, I was. It was it, it's for later. Oh, it's okay. not for here. It's for I a later time. I didn't know if that was going to be here It's, it's or more of elsewhere. a what, uh, could someone have done better Aha, kind of thing. Okay. Not a why are you here. Beautiful. I love it. Because there's the people and then there's... The people behind the puppets. Puppets. <laughs> I was trying to think of a fun way to say it, but I couldn't think of it. So. Yeah, the felt people. Of course. <laughs> so let's talk about like the three significant people. Yeah. To this yes. uh, whole deal, uh, the one is obviously Jennifer Connelly. Yes. Who wife of to my <laughs> to, to my lost suffering love. <laughs> to my lost love. Paul Bettany. <sighs> and very, very talented suit. actress. Yeah. Oh, yes. She's great. I, she's, I she's just will never not resent her, but it's okay. I'm working past it. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly is an actress that, uh, admittedly, I forget exists quite often. Oh, absolutely. I, I, which l- is I like fair, know her name. Great work. Like someone says her name and I'm like, oh, yeah, Jennifer Connelly. That's an actress from... Mm-hmm. Things. Labyrinth. <laughs> which I did not realize. A Beautiful Mind. Like, from a ton of stuff. Yeah. I looked through her Wikipedia page, and I have seen exactly zero of it until today. <laughs> and? And Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But that, like, home. hardly counts. 
and homecoming. Yes. She's just a voice in that. Right. It's just, I never would have been but able to be like, oh. In 2000 and whatever, Paul Bettany <laughs> was just a voice too. So he was. Look at him go. Now he's, now there's, well, now there's just one. There, there was were two, two. There were two of him for a little bit. <laughs> now there's just one of him floating around. Uh, but Jennifer Connelly's fun in this movie. The everything that she has to say before she enters the labyrinth is silly, just insane, silly nonsense. Just talking about. I all of hate her. that. I can't stand it. I wish I didn't have a baby brother. I wish the Goblin King would take you I away. I wish the goblins would take you away. Listen, I right now. I could talk a lot of shit about the way she talks when there's nobody at home <laughs> and she's just talking to her baby brother, but I know that's some shit I would do. Yeah, it checks out. I used to be yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't know how much normal people talk to themselves. I do it a lot. <laughs> if I was home alone with like a child, I'd oh. Oh my god. Um, We're I having a good time. <laughs> one or two days a week, I usually get to work basically alone. Love that. And it's it's a full on like dance dance party extravaganza. Of course. In my brain, it's just nonsense. Yes. There's no reason for the amount of talking to myself that I do, and yet I do it anyway. It's it feels good. So you just gotta have a friend. You, you can know? be honest with yourself. <laughs> that is when no truth. one else is in the room. No, my favorite. Oh, no. When I worked, That's so when sad. I worked, <laughs> when I worked for a theater company back in 2019, I was props master, and I was there was no one else in the props department. It was mm-hmm. me. I was a one person department. Just the master. Which meant I was alone in the props workshop, which yep. was in a basement. Not a ton of people were going through there. And not I would just exactly be alone in there for probably at least six hours of my day, if not more. What a joy. And it was beautiful. I could just blast music. I didn't even have it in headphones. <sighs> I'd just blast that just shit out loud. Room. I can't even I was imagine. blasting my favorite murder in my <laughs> workplace. <laughs> what must it be like to just get to play music out loud? It was so work? nice. I have because there were offices in the building, but they were all upstairs and far yeah. enough that nobody could hear me. As long as I wasn't like bringing a boombox and like <laughs> turning it all the way up, like nobody could hear me. It was fine. I'm nearly a year into my like full on full time work conditioning of your Woo! music is for you and nobody yeah, else. Yeah, no one else. Which I like in most situations, I'm nearly yeah, a year correct. And a half into it, yeah, where it's like ah, I just have to keep this in my ears. But then people think you're rude if you're walking around with headphones and you don't catch them immediately. Right, right. Like, but you don't want to listen to what I'm listening to. You don't want to listen to four episodes of a Dungeons & Dragons podcast <laughs> today. So just like leave you me alone. You never know. Have you ever asked? I haven't, but I don't think people want to just catch a little bit of a bunch of episodes of a Dungeons & Dragons podcast yeah. Give me all one at sec. the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot, yeah. you know? But like I said, I was blasting <laughs> the podcast where they just talk about gruesome murder. And here's Because that the was the summer where died. I found that podcast, and I was just blowing through it. Yeah. Ah, because I was just, like, messing with swords and, yep. like, hot gluing things <laughs> and messing with plastic fish. And that was my job for months. Lately. And is going to be again here pretty soon. I love Yay! It. Lots of plastic fish. We're doing Little Mermaid. Oh, for sure. Plastic <laughs> fish. For days. I've been listening to at least two episodes a day of uh, Dungeons and Daddies lately. Yes! Which is uh, 
quote, not a BDSM podcast. Damn it. The show, <laughs> and is instead about, it's a D&D game about dads. I guess Where they're all too. dad stereotypes. We're just going to like plug as many podcasts as we can. Yeah. Um, this is just a tiny audience giving, it's like handing our listenership over to other to podcasts bigger and better shows <laughs> <laughs> i actually have been listening to a lot of my brother my brother and me lately in the car it's a great I've, been, show. I've been turning that on a lot okay let's talk about other people that are in the movie um i mean you can't talk about people that are in this movie and not immediately think about david david bowie, bowie the icon of this film i don't know what it was that caused David Bowie to do what he does in this movie. I love every second of it. I love every second. It's bizarre. It's so him. It's weird. It like is so on brand, but so strange that he did it, but it makes so much sense. It does. I don't know why he decided to be in this movie. And I don't know why he decided to write all the music for it. I don't know why a lot of things but no, but I, it's so but good. But I love it. I love him in this. I love and it so much. And that's not just because I think he is sexy in it. Yeah, sure it isn't. It's more than his body. <laughs> it's also his it's soul. It's also his mind. And yeah, I no, I love him. He's great. He's a ton of fun. And he's like a very good actor. Yes. No, he's very good. I love him. He has a, like, this isn't maybe the movie to like really describe it but he's like had some like really good performances yes like uh 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 the prestige is the one that i always think of yes he, i always forget like, that's just like an unironically good performance yeah by david bowie yeah and i love that and he's just <laughs> having so much fun in this movie you can tell he's just having the greatest time yeah exactly i think everyone Possibly everyone except for the baby was having the best time <laughs> the making this movie. Probably not probably having, a ton not of having fun. the best time. Probably very. But confused. he probably can't remember a second of it, so it's fine. <laughs> that checks out. He can't remember any How? of it. It's okay. Hold on. Wouldn't that be so weird to, to grow just be up like being the labyrinth the baby? baby in a movie, and then like, and then have people inevitably go like, people are gonna ask you about it, and you're like, I was a I don't baby. Know. I was one. Because there's a lot of babies in movies. I'm trying to think like. The other baby that I think about this a lot with is the Nirvana baby. Where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that dude oh, probably yeah. like he. I bet he leads with like, I was the baby on the Nirvana. How cover. could you not? But like, you're in a bar and you're like trying to. But pick like, you up can't and, tell and stories about that. You no. can't be like, and here's what it was like. Just a fun fact, you were a baby. I was there. It was nothing. That is me. What was set like? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> How's David Bowie? Is he a nice? I bet. I don't know. I bet he's great. I would assume maybe. People say I liked him supposedly, <laughs> but I was a baby, so how my, good was my, my judgment? My mom says we were really good friends. My mom likes to tell people we got along great. She also but says that might have just been because Jennifer she really Conley liked David Bowie, nice <laughs> and it would have been embarrassing for her baby to hate David Bowie. <laughs> Whoa! Can you imagine <laughs> if your ba- if you were like auditioning babies and you brought your baby in and you were like my baby's gonna be in the david bowie movie and then your baby saw david bowie and was like no nah, we're not doing this just fun your baby just fundamentally does not get along with his personality yeah. your <laughs> your baby my really baby was not compatible with david bowie i'm sorry your baby I, just really didn't like ground control to major tom and couldn't <laughs> deal with it like, no i i thought i'm not that saying w- i agree with it that's just how he no. is i guess 
I thought that uh, I thought that song was, um, and that's when my child became contrite. a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> What's seventeen more years? <laughs> always have another kid. Oh goodness. Okay, so we actually got baby talk in there also, but the other person that we should discuss is the fact that this is a Jim Henson flick. It is, which I didn't. I know this was like his time, right? He kind of ruled everything, right? In this the was, 80s, he was the king of the 80s. In a very but, specific niche. Yes. <laughs> but also, puppetry was like a really big thing in the 80s. Right. So there were other people doing it too. So I don't think I ever really realized that this was a Jim Henson This movie. was a Jim Henson Because, you know, it wasn't the Muppets. So. Like, right. This was directed by Jim Henson and executive produced by George Lucas. Yeah. What a combo. What a Apparently, flick. I read while we were watching the movie, I was just reading fun facts. And it was like, apparently, they were like best friends. Yeah. They were besties. They did a ton of work I never together. knew that. Jim Henson, I I believe, did like certain, at least consultation on for Star Wars. For Star Wars. Yeah. Stuff. Because. That makes sense. Because those were very good. Yeah. And Jim and Henson that was, like, was like his the guy whole thing. <laughs> what a cool guy. Yeah. Jim Henson. What a career. What. A <sighs> it must have been. Like just dominating the world in something so, like you said, so niche and so like specific. Yeah. But also something so difficult. Like yeah. uh, like it's something we don't really do. You have anymore. to be so good. They'll at do it every once in a while stuff. like one time briefly in a movie. Yeah. But like we don't you couldn't see a labyrinth now. Right. It's usually It a would very all be CGI. There's puppets. Right. Yeah. It's all CGI now, which like CGI can be very good and it's got its artistry and like cool, but um. I I got a big thing in my heart for puppetry. <laughs> Probably the same kind of thing in my heart I have for um, stop motion. Yeah, like like it's the same type of thing in my head, and yeah, I just like have a sure. lot of respect for it, and I love it. Um, speaking of puppetry, yes, there was a there's a point in this movie where the puppetry and the green screen just do not do agree not get with along one bit. <laughs> when it's oh, what's the song called? Chill, chill something. <laughs> It's the, it's the fire things. Yeah, the fire folk that she yes. throws their heads, and they're like, we got to throw your head We're going to throw your head now, yes. Um, and one of them sounds like Elmo for some reason. Maybe it is Elmo. So. I don't know. Uh, but you uh, you mentioned that there must be a great behind the scenes somewhere of like. Of just them just, just like flinging Dudes around. in green yes. screen suits it just throwing exist. puppets around. I, I cannot speak to whether or not that exists. <sighs> I hope so. What I can speak to is the fact that when I was a youth, my church had a puppet team. Oh, I re I recall. Yes, that it was like it was a very exciting and fun thing if you could yes. join the puppet team. I could never get on. because uh, you were there when you were a child. I was a child. No, but like <laughs> in, in uh, vacation Bible school, they would have ah, like different uh -huh. like you sections, and you could do the that. puppet class. But the puppet class was always the one that filled it was up always the fastest. Full very quickly. So I never was able to get in. Uh, but there was there was a year that I was like, I was definitely too old for it and not interested. Like mm. in going to see it, I think it was like seventh or eighth grade. I had friends yeah, that were Yeah, when you like it. were like, I'm I was like, cool I'm now. not gonna do this. And then I, I have eventually a perception did it of what later. being cool is. Right. I eventually did it later, but at that point, I was like, nah, I'm not into it. Right. But I had pe friends that were in it, and I had siblings that were younger, and so I was standing there at the like Halloween event, watching it, and just l casually leaned against a wall. And when I casually leaned against the wall, I also casually 
turned on all of the lights no. at the Blacklight Puppet Show. <laughs> so we didn't get guys in no. green screen suits, but there were eight or nine people in like Grim Reaper blacked no. out face masks <laughs> that were just you ruined it. I I fully ruined it. You ruined Somebody it. Somebody came just sprinting <laughs> wide-eyed across the room like turn him off no i was like i don't know i'm in the seventh grade i don't care i'm just a kid it's puppets, and life is a nightmare it's puppets who even cares that's kid stuff while we're on puppetry i have something else <laughs> i want to bring up okay it, it, something kind of separate okay it, it's like a big thing in this movie <laughs> David Bowie and his Fushigi balls. <laughs> yeah, a very, a very surprisingly big part of his characterization an is his him just constantly messing around with those Fushigi. An They're expert, like one hundred percent actual Fushigis, right? An expert contact juggler, Absolute. that David Bowie. I don't think uh, they were the branded thing. Fushigis, but like here's the thing: they were the predecessors. Here's the thing too. I wanted to bring up: uh -huh. that is not him doing it. Is it hand doubles? It is hand doubles. Yeah. It, it specifically <laughs> said in the thing I was reading that it was someone who was like some like really famous juggler, you know, <laughs> famous in the juggling world. Famous in the contact juggling yes. circle. <laughs> <laughs> would just like David Bowie would just have his hands behind yes. his back and the juggler man would just ha reach his hands <laughs> under David Bowie's armpits. So then it looked like it was David Bowie doing it. Oh, but it's just so some funny. guy just like kind of giving a half hug to David Bowie behind him. What a weird gig to be like, hey, what will a, you yeah. wrap your arms Can around you David Bowie? Like, we would like you to juggle, but we would also like you to gently hold. I would love it if you would juggle. Rock but icon I, David Bowie. I do not want to you see it. your face. I would but love that was another impressive thing I read. Was it was just like, oh, and he had that means he couldn't see what he was doing. No. Like he had to do it just blind. You're blind. Who, so whoever that guy Contact is juggling. did that just without yeah being it's able to see what he was doing. I feel like David Bowie could have learned to do that. Honestly, he's David Bowie. He doesn't have time for that though. He has, the thing. but also he's David Bowie, and I'm shocked that he didn't already know how to do it. <laughs> honestly, it just feels like something he should have. <laughs> I'm already shocked known that David Bowie. He's not an actual Goblin King and can actually <laughs> just do magic. It's crazy that he's not actually the Goblin King. Are you kidding me? He's basically a Goblin King. I don't king. know. He might have been. I'm not sold on the fact that he's not already a Goblin King. <laughs> I miss you, David Bowie. <laughs> what a guy. <sighs> okay, I think we need to go to question number four. Yeah, let's go. And question number four is uh, brought to us by a listener like you. And if you have a new question, if you want to talk contact juggling or puppets or fushigis or anything else that we've talked about in this episode or if you just want to say hey you should shoot us an email at wdwjwpodcast at gmail.com mm -hmm. or you can find us on the socials at wdwjwpodcast or on facebook it's what do we just watch with a question mark because that's a question fun fact our title's oh. a question oh. plus while you're there you might as well just like uh drop a little rate and review for the show uh it uh feels good and also it helps us get onto like itunes charts that kind of thing so like please because it'll make us happy please please I'm it would just you. it would be really nice i would like uh, it but a that's lot. all uh and if i said all that so fast that you couldn't even comprehend it don't even worry because it's all down in the full show notes below so just check out the full episode description Do and it. you'll find it don't hurt you yourself will. don't it'll worry okay. question number four is what kind of person plays this movie on a first date 
And I think in specific instances, <laughs> it can work. I mm. If. <laughs> hang on. Okay. If. Yeah. What's the if? See, I, I'm about to contradict myself because I'm going to be like, oh, well, if like you've met before and the topic of both liking David Bowie comes up. If you both really like Jim Henson, if you both have a really <laughs> nostalgic like connection to this movie. Yeah. But this isn't like something that like, oh, I've seen this movie and you haven't. I'm going to show right. you this movie. Weird. But even then, that would require you to have a prior conversation that's like. Right. Which means you've probably gone on a date before, right? Like. Mm. I don't know. The. With, like, Tinder being what it is, you could talk about uh, these yeah. things ahead of time, I suppose. <laughs> but, like, it is a movie that you have to have the pretext of, like, hey, we both have a reason to be talking about this movie. Let's watch it. Because it's not going to be for everybody. No. Like, some people are just going to think it's weird and, and not going to have a good time. if you really end up liking the movie, it doesn't make it a good no. choice. And, that, and that's another thing. I know a lot of people who are freaked out by puppets. Who just like really That's don't like true. puppets. Puppets are a thing for a lot of people. I also want to posit that um, <laughs> we have a rule that doesn't get explicitly broken in this movie, but I think we might need to amend uh, because we have the boobs rule that like if there's boobs in the movie, no, you cannot watch oh. it. But I kind of think the David Bowie costume. Yeah should preclude it from He's, being a first date there's movie. a lot hanging out there. his whole his whole especially that one he wears like at the end his whole business there's time so much is like just there that's the thing there's so much like fringe and like fur and stuff <laughs> on, up on the top it covers so yeah. much of his top half and then it almost like intentionally just like is a unitard it very from like the waist does. down that is there's just like you just see it all. I, I, it is nonsense. We don't dig a lot into like themes and meaning on the show. It's not really our jam. But that kind of thing makes me think this. there has to be some amount of like a puberty metaphor. Yeah. Because no, it's like it for sure half is, of I the think. movie is like, hey, look at David Bowie's thing. And then with messages throughout that are like, oh, sometimes people just suck. <laughs> you know, like very like not. This is marketed as like a children's movie, but right. it really doesn't feel like a chill. It no. feels like a coming of age movie. Very much, yeah. Which, huh? <laughs> a little confused there. I love, I loved this movie, but like, yeah, I, it's uh, but it just seems a little confused as to who its audience is. Yeah, for sure. It, because Jim Henson doesn't make things for his audience. He ma he always makes. He just things makes like what he wants for whatever he wanted to make. Yeah, he just wanted to make this, and so I he made this. That. Yeah, good for him. But also, like, he had enough money; he could just do whatever he wanted. <laughs> yeah, true. And his friend is George Lucas, who is also someone with a lot of money and who, can do whatever he wants. In 1986, was riding on top of the world. Could do no wrong. He had more money than anybody could ever know what to do with. He was the Star Wars guy. Yeah. and You attach his name to anything, they were going to go see it. Yeah, exactly. Three great movies, and he had produced some Indiana Jones movies. Like, yes. he was, like he was the guy. Riding high. He could have done anything he wanted to. So, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. This is, no, this is not maybe not. This <laughs> is definitely not on a first date. <laughs> 
even though I like this movie, definitely don't watch it on a first date. No, that seems silly. Definitely don't. You know what? While we're adding on reasons not, I don't want to compare my date to David Bowie. That's not fair. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to compare my date to no David Bowie's cod No, piece, no so. one. Because <laughs> that could be that could end up unfortunate as well. Yes. Who no, knows? It's not. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just not a first date movie. No. It's been a long time since we've given a movie I know. first date approval. It was Tangled was the last one. Which is a great so option. Awesome. It's a great option. It's not happening in Labyrinth. No. <laughs> as much as like I know I personally might be tempted to just because. Because you like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like my type of movie. Yes, it does. It's. There, it's there, weird, but in a beloved way. Yeah, which feels very much like me. There's an <laughs> <laughs> there's an element of it that's like, hey, let me show you what I'm about. <laughs> hey, let me show you what this is gonna be like. Guess what my thing is? It's this. Let's see like, what weird things that. I'm gonna get you into if this happens. You know. But yeah, it's just it's not a uh, it's not an all access first date no. movie. Let's just it's be real. It's not all it. around, and that's what we go for. And so we go to question number five, and question number five is: Could someone else have done better? And now you have warned me that you have something in your mind. I have several things about in mind. question number I have five. Several things in mind. So I was just randomly scrolling. I was like, you know what? I want to know some stuff about this movie because especially with movies like this, where you get a really high profile celebrity. As the lead. Right. And then also movies where it's like puppetry is a big uh -huh. thing. Two very niche things, especially with yes. puppetry, I'm not super knowledgeable about. So like I I was like, I want to look at some fun facts. Yeah, for sure. Some trivia. I want to know some stuff. And I found some stuff. <laughs> the first one being about our friend David Bowie. Of course. Well, the character played by David yes, Bowie. Yes, Jareth. Because initially King. it was not supposed to be David Bowie. Oh, it couldn't have been the first option. This little uh, IMDb trivia page claims that Michael Jackson, Prince, uh -huh. feels right, and Mick Jagger cool. were all considered. Prince would have been such a dope Goblin King. Right? I love David Bowie. Prince would have been, so, been so cool and equally hot. Um, True, maybe a little hotter. Um, <laughs> but Jim Henson's first choice was Sting. Sting was who I'm Jim really Henson glad it wasn't Sting. personally wanted. I'm really glad it wasn't I'm Sting. I'm glad it wasn't Sting also. That seems like a weird one. Can I? They clearly had a type they were going yeah, for. It was clearly going to be rock. Well, and it was also clearly going to be somebody who will write the music for the movie. For sure. That was like part of the gig. Can we take a brief diversion <laughs> just into one quick thing yeah. that we... That I don't want us to gloss over, and it's whether Prince would have been hotter in the role yes. than David Bowie. Yes. Because... David uh, Prince is hot. Prince is hot. <laughs> David Bowie, though, gets that extra, uh, like, 10% bonus because his eyes are different colors, which I think is the, yes, the most attractive this quality is true. on a human being. I just think Prince is just, like, one of the prettiest human beings who's ever lived. Oh, for sure. And they both have the same, like... Energy, unapproachable, ethereal. Like I don't know how. I, I don't know if this is a real person. I might actually be quality. a Goblin King. You yes. might not know. They both carry that. For it's sure. like that episode of <laughs> that episode of New Girl with Prince, where he <laughs> yes. just like he just like magically like has control over butterflies for some reason. <laughs> uh, he's Prince. Like, and you're just like, yeah, that makes sense. It's Prince, so yeah. So, 
David Bowie clearly wins the eyes competition because well, yes, that yes. is the cool. That's the coolest. Having two different colored eyes is one of the coolest things a person. That's can the have. greatest feature. That on is not a human personality being. based. Yeah, the best physical feature on a human being is dichromia, and so I cool. stand by that. Yes, I agree. However, Prince's teeth beat david bowie's teeth every single yes, day yes i was trying to avoid saying it but uh, yes like listen yes. this is okay this is a we're yeah I'm, we're just gonna objectify some celebrities <laughs> real quick got, it's okay they're both dearly beloved but gone so yes. <laughs> let's just talk about yeah them they're candidly. dead so we can say we whatever can say we want whatever we want about them <laughs> quote zach yeah, if, if you die i can say whatever i want about you <laughs> that's on you who's you gonna die, stop so. me you I don't think so. You're dead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. But I think overall Prince would have been hotter. For sure. Do you think there's somebody... N- uh-huh. if, if they what? redid what? it, you know who the Goblin King would be, right? And it would be perfect. And he would be both hot and would write the music for it and would be mysterious and ethereal. It's Harry Styles. Oh. Shit, you're so right. Harry Styles would be such a cool you goblin so king. You so right. <laughs> that just like he would be so hit me good. Like a bolt of lightning for a second. Oh my gosh. Harry Styles is the goblin king would be what so was cool. It? I saw people trying to say that Harry Styles would be good. It was a musical. It was Rocky Horror. People were like, "Oh, Harry for Styles sure. as Frankenfurter." He would be really fun. He would be really good. He'd be real. Oh, he'd be so good. But they would never because they would. And if they did, it would be weird because it would be CGI and not right. It'd be a whole. And thing. Jim Henson is gone, and right. George Lucas would have it. He needs to get. It the would stage just be George Lucas, and I he don't know. He just needs to get the stage show. Yeah. Just get him into the stage show for Perfect. like a fun run. Somewhere. Oh, that would be fun. And okay. Harry Styles is the Goblin King. Wow, is the best here. thing I've ever said on this podcast. Moving on <laughs> to a different one. Yes, 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 yes. Because there were also other people considered to be. What's her name? Sarah? Sarah. Sarah. The Jennifer Connelly. There were role. also people considered to be Sarah. I'll just list a couple. Please because do. Because there's quite a few. Helena Bonham Carter. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jane Krakowski. <laughs> Weird. Yasmin Bleeth. <laughs> who I don't know who that is. I'm glad you said it anyway. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. Weird. Laura Dern. Whoa. Laura uh Dern? Carrie like Green. Right I don't recognize a lot of the rest of these. But yeah, Laura Dern's on the list. Laura Dern. I'm trying to put my Laura Dern timeline together. I guess Jurassic Park was the nineties. Yeah. So that kind of Yeah, so like they were all very young at the time. Laura I Dern. Love Laura Dern. I think Laura Dern would have been good. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know great. what she was li- I mean. I almost said I didn't know what she looked like back then, but Jurassic Park happened. So but that yes, was a I, yes, while later. Was it was Jurassic Park the nineties? Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was the eighties. Oops. It was like, like early nineties. I've think? only seen Jurassic Park like twice in my life. I'm gonna, f- you know, I don't have. But all yeah, these what dates a weird. Off the top but of also, head. young Helena Bonham Carter, like yeah. young Helena Bonham Carter, yeah. is a fun choice. That would be really fun. Oh, I should have said it out loud because I was right. Jurassic Park was ninety three. It was ninety three. I knew okay. it, and I doubted myself, and I okay. didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> older anything older than me all happened the same year yeah correct <laughs> if it was the past i know it by the vague decade <laughs> huh frank sinatra and michael jackson may as well have been born the same year you they know? were alive they're at the both same before time. me so they were alive at the same time that's fine uh, kind of <laughs> 
like a bunch for of like a little bit yeah Michael while. Jackson was like coming up in the 80s. Frank, Frank Sinatra, Sinatra was, was like in his the, 60s in the 80s. He was old. Yeah, but like not that <laughs> old. He was still around. No, he was That's still like doing one stuff. of those um like when when Harriet Tubman was born, Thomas Jefferson was still alive. And when she died, and when she Ronald, died Reagan. Ronald Reagan was alive. Weird. Because U.S. history is so short, yeah, we it, haven't we been have around not that been long. around that long. It's a we haven't even had 250 years. We of the haven't country. existed that long, guys. Maybe don't place all your bets here. <laughs> 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 we haven't been hanging out too too terribly long. Um, the only other thing that I think we have to address at some point, let's do it, is that this is a Jim Henson joint, and it would be it silly is. if we didn't mention what if the Muppets were in this instead. <laughs> How could we not? Because there's already puppets, so let's just put Muppets in instead. Ooh. The the truth versus lies doors are Statler and Waldorf. Of course they are. Obviously. And then also the knocker doors are just also them. Yeah, it's just them again. <laughs> Every set of doors That's that are people myth. are just it's them. It's them again. Um, Kermit is clearly Didymus. Yes. Obviously. The only other option. The dog is Ralph. Right. It's either Kermit and Ralph or it's Gonzo and a chicken. <laughs> which just ra- Oh, I think I like that <laughs> which better. Is also fun. I think I like that better. Gonzo rides a chicken. Are we saying everyone but David Bowie's a Muppet? It could be, but it feels like it needs to be everyone but Jennifer Conley yeah. is a Muppet. But David Bowie. Everyone but the baby is a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> the baby is the only person, and both David Bowie well, and Jennifer Animal Conley has are to be David Bowie, right? <laughs> but Animal needs to be the big, the big dude. Oh yeah, he does. Ludo, Ludo, Ludo. His name I can never remember. Um. Oh, then who's David Bowie? <sighs> Who could live up to David Bowie? Beaker. Be- No, no, but here's the thing of, with Ludo. Instead of all the, the music, thing, just, they've got that big. They've got that really big furry one. They do have the big, the furry big blue one. blue guy. You're right. They do have. The or big no, furry they also one. have. Um. Oh, he's got a really funny name. It's no. like Cuddles or something. There it's something like big, really cute. Yeah, I don't remember his name. But yes, but the one. the big brown one. Yes, that's really fluffy. There's also Snuffleupagus from Sesame there Street. There is Snuffleupagus. Yes. That like we could. That would also be very cute. Ludo is very cute, and we I love We could just him. make Elmo all I of the really ones that are on like fire. I really like Gonzo and a chicken. Gonzo and a chicken is Didymus. I really like that because the dog Ambrosio. is one of my favorite parts of this entire movie. The dog, just it flipping just back, wildly and flipping between real dog and puppet dog is so <laughs> can funny. Can it still flip between being like one of the Muppet chickens and just an <laughs> just actual, actual chicken? chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Who's um Jennifer Conley we keep until she goes into the dream world and then she turns into Ooh, Miss Piggy. Yes. Yeah. It's I like everybody's that. people and then when they go into like the dream that. world it's all puppets. And then except for the baby who's, who stays um, real. Ho- Hoggle? Yeah. I always um, forget their names. That feels like a uh, Fozzie Bear. A little Fozzie bit. Bear is fun. We already burned Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo we are, I was going to say Gonzo would be a close second, but we've already got Gonzo over there. <laughs> Fozzie, Fozzie Bear <laughs> as, as that role is really fun. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I like it. I do like that. Who's the most, like, I was going to say that we should keep dipping into Sesame Street and make Jareth Oscar the Grouch. And then it's I funny. realized that all we did, I just 
repitched the movie Elmo in Grouchland. <laughs> yes. Which is already one. I used to love that movie when I was me a kid. That too. was one of my favorite movies. I had it on VHS and everything. Uh huh. I used oh, to wear I out loved that, that VHS movie when tape. I was little. Elmo was flick. the shit when I was a child. So good. I loved Elmo. He was my jam. I loved him. And now um, I'm an adult and I love Kermit the Frog. <laughs> and now I'm a Kermit because the Frog Because I'm person. an adult. <laughs> like an adult. I love I that frog. I love that little felt frog. That little fabric frog is I love my him very best much. friend. Anytime I say, I always forget what his name is. The little, his like nephew. Uh-huh. The little Kermit's tiny, nephew. teeny uh-huh. tiny Kermit the Frog. I burst into tears when I see that <laughs> Just frog. Just adorable I think frog. it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That tiny felt frog is the cutest thing I've seen in my entire life. Yeah. A, uh, a collection of Elmo stuff on VHS is how I learned who uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Julia Roberts were. I love it. <laughs> it was it was that one. And then it was all, I was also super into Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh. I loved you Thomas. I love Thomas the I Tank Engine. I loved Thomas when I was a kid. <laughs> That's how I learned who Alec Baldwin was. Because he was in one of those. Oh, joy. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, because if we're going Oscar the Grouch, obviously he's the lady. The, like, junk lady. Like gives her he all her jungle. stuff. To, you know, I was I, gonna if say we're gonna he be could obvious, be the Goblin King, but he could also be the Junk Lady. He could be the Junk Lady. <laughs> See, that's the thing. No one quite lives up to David Bowie. That's what. That's no Muppet can equal the raw sexual energy that is David Bowie. I personally think David Bowie could beat any Muppet in a fight. Prove me wrong. I would assume so. Yes. Unless maybe. <laughs> Stop. Wait, no, wait, I'm convinced David Bowie is an actual (laughs) warlock. So, like, probably. Oh, no. Okay. The bit they do every once in a while. I know that, I don't know where else they've done it. They did it in the Jason Segel one in, like, 2010 or whenever it was. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. When they, like, do Muppet Man, and it's just, like, five of them stacked on top of each other with a yes. mustache. Yeah. That's David do, Bowie. That's Muppet that's Man. That's David a, Bowie. It's just, just a bunch five of, of other them Muppets. stacked on top of each other. Fozzie Bear is always in the Muppet Man, so we do have to consider that <laughs> in the rest of do. our casting. But that is Who cares? Very funny. The movie doesn't make any Clearly sense anyway. Jareth we just have two Fozzie Bears. It's Muppet fine. <laughs> Jareth is just the puppet man. It's He's just puppet a lot of man. puppets stacked on That's top. That's one of my favorite other. parts of that movie. It's a great bit, Muppet Man. They're trying to get in to see like who are I think it's Emily Blunt or Probably. somebody. <laughs> they gotta do the Muppet Man. Yes, it is Emily Blunt. I'm pretty sure because they're doing a Devil Wears Prada thing because she's Miss Piggy's secretary. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I love it. That. That movie is so good. The Jason Segel Muppet so movie fun. is so good. It's a great time. I love that movie. I'm pretty sure that's the only Muppet movie I had seen until that movie came out. I'd never seen another Muppet movie. The Muppets franchise is just a, a treasure. That's a pretty good discussion of could someone else have done <laughs> better. So let's go to question number six, which we've already answered a little bit. Yeah. And that's would this be better as a musical? Yes. I think this would be great. Harry Styles needs to play Jareth the Goblin King so in the cool. musical. It would be such a good stunt cast because it would like bring so many people. But like he would be but so But he would good also just genuinely be good. You're talking about alternate castings. He basically is Mick Jagger. He's, he's new age. Like he's new age. You David put Bowie. every like rock god from the 80s, put them in a blender, 
and then add like One Direction, a little, a and then you were like, but and now play some a indie rock of the Beatles. Yes, now and play indie rock music. Boom. Do all of that fun stuff and play indie rock That'd music. That'd be so good. That's your lane. You'd be so good. Harry Styles and puppetry's like kind of coming back on yeah. Broadway with We've like all like the Disney Lion shows, King, the Disney yeah. shows, King Kong. It's like it's coming back. So like, just do it. I think it'd be There's so good. There's a ton of like Avenue Q won the won the to Tony. Yeah, that was a while Avenue ago, Q. but like it won. There's it a won. ton of things to it figure out. It beat Wicked, and I'm gonna live on that high until the day I die. It's better than Wicked, and I yes. stand by that. So does the Academy. That's true. <laughs> Or whatever they call it for the Tonys. The voters. Yeah, those people. <laughs> the people who decided who got the Tony. The Tonys are coming back. Do you see that? They're, they, not. like, officially actually have a date. Whoa. But the, uh, Who's going to win one? Because it's still going to be <laughs> the same. It's got to be at least Aaron Tveit. Right. He's still the only <laughs> he's one still nominated. He's still the only one. Because they're not gonna, there's not going to be a new season to put up. <laughs> the weird thing is, okay, it was, I don't know if it, it was explained <laughs> great when I saw it. Like, half of it is going to be on, like, TV TV, like it normally is. <laughs> like, the first okay. half, like, you know, all the smaller, not smaller, but, like, all the tech awards and stuff are going to be on normal right. TV. And then they're going to Paramount Plus uh, is where the rest of it, where, like, all the big ones. Streaming. Where Best Actor, Best again. Actress, Best Musical, Best Score I'm are all going to be. I'm Paramount Plus for that. I might, nothing, but nothing that I've seen yet has talked me into getting Paramount Plus. <laughs> I'll just find it later. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just open it's up a, a live thing. tracker and like if you're refresh. gonna go full, we're gonna put it on a streaming service. Do the just whole put thing. it on a streaming service. Why are you doing? Because inherently, you're kind of saying, "Oh, these ones are the less important ones," right? But then we're gonna put a paywall behind the other ones, on like the, uh, on the big ones. Yeah. yeah. It, it's strange. I don't know. It is. That's weird. And I think choice. it's happening in either August or September. Interesting. In, in the fall. Maybe so. Like a sort of hey, we're getting ready to reopen. Let's celebrate what happened. Last right. Time. We're gonna. So I assume they'll have. Well, I mean, there's not really gonna be much new stuff coming up at the time. <laughs> yeah. But other than the Music Man. Yeah. Which I'm. Get the Music cool Man. We'll get a seeing. Hades Town performance. That kind of thing. Yeah. But it's it's a strange thing. I Just don't like know how I feel what, about look it. At it. It feels a little funky, but like I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That's the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do know. what you want. We're trying out things now. Yeah, we're, we're in the trying stuff. Phase I guess. Of society, basically. I guess it's probably gonna. It was probably that's the thing. It was probably gonna be the least viewed Tonys right. ever. Is just because when there of the are year certain it's been. awards that are like, hey, only one person is nominated for this, and yeah, they still like, technically might not win. I it. will be able to find all of the performances later. Right. Did you did you see that? The like, even though he's the only one nominated, technically Aaron Tveit does not have to win a Tony. Yeah, they could just simply decide to not give it to anyone. Be, yeah, they could just. Which if is so not weird. enough of the voting. Which is already. I already it. hate that he's the only one nominated right. because there are definitely other shows that. Could very much nominate someone, right. and they just decided to do a big middle finger at those, <laughs> which seems so weird. Yeah. Because it's one thing when it's you nominate the people, and then it's like, oh, well, we can't give a nomination to everyone, so here's these five, and then the others, right. you don't. But when it's literally like, mm, there's like at person. least three other shows that had a lead male, and we're just saying, no. And either we're like eligible for nomination another year, or right. you know, whatever it may be. I don't know. 
It's a little funky. But the idea that he could be the only one nominated and still not win is so depressing. What to a me. punch in the face that would be to Aaron Tveit. How terrible a man who has been working feel? so hard for so long on right. Broadway. You'd have to feel so bad if they were like, oh, that would be so we, awful. We were gonna give it to you or what nobody. What an awkward and we gave night it to that nobody. would be. What if they what show up at the Tonys? Someone gets up on the stage and says, "And the winner is no one. nobody." And then they cut to Aaron Tveit, and they have to. L- and he has to like politely applaud and he for has no to be one like, winning. Ah, that's like, I hate that. That's the only thing the Tonys could do to ever upstage the Oscars giving the uh, the award to. That's to, what almost scares me because it almost feels like something they might fucking do it's just like, for the press. It's like, hey, you guys gave because one that's to what the Tonys Hopkins. are about. They're about press, which yeah. like that's not necessarily like. A, Right. a hit on them that's what every award show is for it's for right. the press it's not for actually giving awards it's like you went for anthony hopkins over chadwick boseman yeah well we went for no no one we over this one guy and who ev- did a good job and everyone loves him and we just <laughs> no decided dis- not to I've give n- it i don't think him. i've heard a single person in my life nobody has a like problem aaron with aaron Tveit. nobody has a problem with him but like we just decided no, not to decided. He was in Moulin Rouge, and some of us didn't like that. And I didn't listen. I didn't like Moulin Rouge. I still think he should get it, <laughs> if he, especially if he's the only if one. He's the only person. And he was still good in it. The big one is like a uh, lightning thief. They just said, "Oh nah. yeah, it's a lightning thief." They said, "No." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't get it. Sorry. Ah oh, well. Someday when they make Labyrinth the musical, Harry Styles is going to win a Tony. He's going to win a Tony. Great. Because if you nominate Harry Styles, you're going to give it to Harry Styles. Come on. Yeah. Talk about publicity. Right? So let's go to question number seven. And question number seven is what do you rate this film? And I have decided I'm going to give it 50 out of 60 fairies that get gassed along the outside of the labyrinth wall. Is that good or bad? 50 out of 60. Is 60 bad or good? I'll never tell. What are you saying about the lives of small little fairies? That this movie is worth 50 of them <laughs> out of 60 of them. Sure. What? How about you? What do you want to rate this movie? I rated this movie on a scale of things in this movie and how much serotonin they just <laughs> EpiPen straight into my veins. Okay, for sure. On a scale from... It's not where you put an EpiPen, but sure. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> it was. I Sheesh. for those at home, I was pointing at my arm and not my leg. Arms are not where you put epipens. Sheesh. It is your leg. Uh, <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I hang out with middle schoolers. <laughs> on the top, it's Didymus riding a dog. Yeah, for sure. Big serotonin. I felt the purest joy I felt in a long time. To just. The bog of eternal stench. The, the worst. Bad. Didn't feel great to Very look yucky. at. Or hear. Or just. Bleh. <laughs> I'm going to give it a little warm guy. A little, little worm little who warm just wants fella. me to come inside and meet his missus and have a cup of tea. Yeah, have a cup just of tea. Very nice. I had a good time. Before we move on from that, can I ask you if that's a zero to a hundred scale, just for example, where, where does the David Bowie cod piece i'm gonna say i'm gonna say on a one to 100 yeah so if that you understand what you're asking me right now you're asking me to rate that yeah yeah i am (laughs) 
How, on a scale of zero to one hundred, I'm, I'm gonna give it a sixty-five. I can't believe you didn't say sixty-nine. <laughs> I was holding, uh, but, but since you said it, sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> I can't believe you. said I 65. was trying to restrain myself. No, that's because not. I asked you to rate on a scale of <laughs> zero to one hundred, David Bowie's <laughs> Frankenbees. <laughs> I don't want you to restrain yourself Fine. anymore. Sixty-nine. Nice. Um, because you know it lost points for me, <laughs> just like a little <laughs> uncomfortable. She was 16? because <laughs> she was sixteen. Sixteen, and this was also a chill marketed as a children's film. And it being there felt a and little <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's a kids movie, but also Dave Bowie's Bumpus is there the whole time. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, bless him. And so we got a question number eight. And question number eight is what are we going to watch next week? And that yeah. question is for me this time. What's up? And I was thinking very topically. I was thinking about what's what's going on in the world. What's big? What's important what's at happening? this time? Um, and it it what brought to mind on? movies like <sighs> The Last Crusade and American Pie and Con Air. Sure. And I still don't know how these are related. And um, Meet the Parents. All movies that prominently feature dads. Okay. Because oh, the next Father's week's Day. episode Duh. is coming out yes. right before Father's yes. Day. And I picked the movie that I think features probably the best movie dad in the all of best cinema. Best one ever? Because I don't think any other dad has just has displayed the amount of dad that this dad <laughs> displays. No other dad has done for his children what this dad does, which okay. is why next week we're going to watch the movie about the ultimate dad, Taken. Yes! The ultimate oh my God. dad. It's been a long time since I've seen Taken. It's... What better time to watch a movie like Taken? No, there is literally no better time. Not only is it a movie about a great dad, it's a movie that is very good for dads. Yes. It's a very dad movie. Dads love Taken. Dads love Taken. And Taken loves dads. It does. And you know who else loves dads? We love our dads. We do. I thought far too late about just asking my dad what his favorite movie was and picking that. <laughs> um, so instead, I just picked a movie about generic dads. He probably so, likes Taken, I so assume. Dad, I hope you like Taken. Uh, if not, I'll just check in with you next year about what your favorite movie is. <laughs> I promise we'll try again. I He was doing work the other day, and I walked into him. He was doing a work? He was doing work. <laughs> I walked into him listening to the podcast, and I was like, Aww. oh. It's great that you listen. And also, I don't ever want to have to do it also. So <laughs> I'm going to go now. <laughs> I'm going to get in. And oh, get out. that's me every Thursday morning because my mom's at home office is literally right outside my bedroom door. Yeah. So I'll be like just waking up and going to brush my teeth in the morning. And I just hear my own voice blasting over her speakers. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to sprint through this living room as fast as I can. And then I'm going to dive for cover. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would not like to hear my own voice. Agreed. This was a great choice for us both. <laughs> <laughs> but next week, in honor of the day of the dad, it's the ultimate dad in Woo! all of cinema. Yes, the best one. I think his name's Brian. 
I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's not important. It's Liam uh, Neeson. No, it doesn't it's matter. Taken. It's Liam Neeson. And he has a particular set of skills. He's doing dad that. stuff. But whether it's about Just dads, dad things. whether it's about David Bowie and his his stuff, Peebus, <laughs> whatever it may be, <laughs> we've got a we've got a duty to fulfill here. And we're going to make sure that we fulfill it. Yeah. No absolutely. matter what. We are going 100%. to get you those. We're going to do that hard hitting work. We're going to get you the answers that you crave. Yeah. As long and as we, they're already in our own brains. That's right. And we know what answers you crave most of all. And we're going to make sure, sure that we we put it right up top every time. We're going to make sure that you get that answer that you need. It's the most important answer to the most important question of all. Yeah. It's what did we just watch? You were fine with the baby. I have a perception of what being cool is.